Hey, hello, and welcome back to the Too Many Words podcast. It is episode welcome. 16. Wow, you blink and season two is almost over. That's kind of yeah. weird to think about. But uh, we are in a new studio today, uh, my my mom's basement. Yeah. First episode <laughs> in the mom's basement. Uh, so I am your co-host, Isaac William Joseph, along with Jordan. And we got a special guest in the studio today, Mr. Josh Carlberg. Howdy. Josh, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Josh. Uh, I've been friends with Isaac for a very, very long time. Yeah, it, it, it does. It's got some length to it at this point. Because, like, what? You were a senior when I was a sophomore? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was great. Uh, we met as Raiders fans. Uh, sometimes things change, but it's it's okay. <laughs> uh, Josh, what do you think of the the whole shebang? We're kind of decorating for Christmas right now. I, I felt like the moment I walked in here that I was just in a winter wonderland. Hell yeah! Fucking that holiday. Ghetto spirit. ass winter wonderland. I like <laughs> it. I like it. But uh, Josh, did you watch Wakanda Forever? I did. Sweet. This guy's got an A plus so far. Grade for the guests. Like you did. gave me a mission, so like, yes. I had to go do it. <laughs> uh, did you also make a list for phase four? I did. Perfect. All 15. Okay. Uh, so let's do some quick announcements and we can get right into this because if we uh, if we mess around too much, those two segments can easily turn this into uh, an hour and 45 minute episode. So let's get right into the announcements. Uh, I'm announcing for every episode in December that we will have a Christmas special coming out. December 15th, okay, gives you 10 whole days to get in the Christmas spirit and uh, open up some presents. We're going to talk about uh, Christmas movies, uh, Christmas traditions, our own traditions, uh, maybe get some creative uh, decor into the game there, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a really good one. Uh, other than that, I have officially turned the School Works page on the website, thescaldstone.com, into just the articles page because nobody's going to click on something that's like, hey, this is my homework. So yeah, uh, right now, as for articles, I have my opinion on what it means to be educated. I also narrate that on this podcast, and I also have a uh, social media article. And then lastly, I have... Uh, the cinematic portrayal of serial killers and how I interpret that in a short research paper article as well. Uh, go give it a read. Go give stuff a listen. Uh, we got a good one for you today. Uh, let's go right into this. Guys, what did we think of Wakanda Forever? Mid. Mid? Yeah. Really? I felt that... Okay, well, are we discussing spoilers at all in here? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Spoiler warning, noun. Okay. I felt that from the moment the movie started that you could tell that there was an original script because there was. And that it was obviously a, a quick fix, quick change ever since uh, Terry Fossey's death. Yeah. That, like, you can tell that it was very rushed. As can I pause I you real quick? Um, if you want to skip past the spoilers... I'd probably say skip about 30 minutes ahead, and if we're still talking about it, skip about 15 more. I don't know. I, don't know, I feel like 30 is too much, but you know. Yeah. Uh, you know what? This could be surprisingly brief, but you know, yeah. It's that. <laughs> Go on, buddy. It's that, and I've. It's been a bit of a trend with a lot of the Phase Four movies and shows that have been coming out like this last year that I felt that Marvel's moved from very quanti quantity over quality, and like. 
I don't know, Black Panther just felt a little more of the same to me. Really? Yes. I honestly feel like it was kind of refreshing um, going to back to Wakanda, to, to be honest. Um, it almost was like... It kind of took you back a little bit away from the multiverse stuff, away from all of the other new stuff. And this was just like, hey, this is a sequel. Uh, you know, sequels at this point in Marvel pretty new, honestly, with how many sequels and then trilogies we've completed so far in the MCU. But uh, So you're saying you didn't cry? No. Damn. <laughs> give it a out of ten rating. Honestly, I would give it, as far as the whole wide range of the MCU, I would give it a solid 7.5 7.5, But as for Phase 4, I would say, compared to a lot of the things that come out in Phase 4, it was relatively good in comparison. Um, <clears throat> but my honestly, like my big thing that I thought about it was that I felt that it could have been even better had they decided to make what that entire plot was as an actual show itself. Because especially oh, yeah. jumping back into Wakanda, we hadn't been there for what it's been like five years. Like they could have done so. There's been so much time, especially after like, the blip. Like they could have discussed so much things that were, was going on. Mm -hmm. They really didn't get much in it see like I feel like at this point in the MCU I think Kevin Feige has been quoted that he himself can go a little bit autopilot with these movies and focus more on the TV series uh, which sounds inherently bad but I also think <clears throat> it, it's become a little bit more evident on which directors are most emotionally involved in these projects? Yeah. Um, like, <clears throat> you could tell Sam Raimi had a lot of fun with his Multiverse of Madness movie. Uh, Taika Waititi had a, little, a lot of fun with Thor. Uh, and I guess, you know, take it or leave it, horror comedy and a comedy. Um, I mean, if it's not serious enough for you, then, I mean, it's not your forte. Uh, which is why I love that there's also still the serious movies like uh, Wakanda Forever. And uh, yeah, I think for me, I've actually become very self-aware of this, is when I go see a brand new movie in theaters, it's gotta take some time for me to get it off the pedestal of an amazing movie that I just watched on a 30-foot screen. Cause like, when I talk about like, directors caring about their product, Wakanda Forever is probably like, one of the more beautiful and visually taken care of movies in a while. Um, I'm not really on the wagon of MCU CGI is shit. I mean, I, I know that it's been better in previous years. Yeah, it's a lot better in Black Panther. But Far Black from. Panther, they really took care of business there. They, they're like, we need to... It's not a tribute movie, but this has to be really good. Well, Otherwise, they, if it's not, it's disrespectful. They outsource their CGI a lot, don't they? Like, they don't do it in the studio, right? Usually with the big projects, they uh, they do it in studio, but with the, the more minor ones, um, they're usually outsourced, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought I thought I remember doing, like, Miss Marvel was an outsourced CGI. Yeah. I, I think... I, I think uh, Doctor Strange was in studio, but I like it, honestly when I was watching Doctor Strange, I felt like, especially at the very beginning, when like they were like running away from the... What was it? Oh, from Scarlet Witch, like in the other universe. Like, I felt like I was watching Spy Kids 3 again. Like, it was, <laughs> it was kind of rough. Uh, Jordan, what do you think of the movie? 
Honestly, I kind of have to agree with Josh a little bit. I I think it was a very good movie. It did it did move me. It did bring me to tears mostly because like I really liked Chadwick Bosman, and uh, I thought he was a, a really fantastic actor and he had a really good heart, which is a big thing for me. That's why I'm a Lions fan. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. But thank you. <laughs> uh, but it's just. It seems like some of the writing was not all there. It really felt that way to me. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I think it needed. I think that they, the script that they wrote, needed more time than they were given as written. Okay. Are you able to recall like the moments where you're like, oh, that's pretty bad writing? Because a lot of this part, a lot of parts of this movie, it's like, this is dialogue that I would love to duplicate. Like, there's just some parts in that movie where the dialogue made me cry. It, like. I don't know. I wasn't super attached to Chadwick Boseman. No disrespect, he's an awesome actor. I love the movie 42. 42 is a moving movie. But uh, the Chad, the Chadwick Boseman parts, although I got emotional, they were not as emotionally moving for me uh, compared to um, the Queen when she says that she had lost everything. What more does she have left? What more does she have to give? Um, and that is a mother. Think about this. I went to this movie with a fr- family that has freshly lost their mother. And I watched a mom talk about how she lost, in that moment, she thought she lost her father. Or no, no, her husband, her son, and then that day, her daughter. And that's when I had tears coming down my eyes. And I'm like, oh. You know, I feel like as we get older, we get more attached to, like, situations that are implemented in movies. Because, like, you know, I felt like I had been an emotionless robot who doesn't care for anybody because I had not cried at a movie that I had seen until I was, like, 17. But, uh, yeah, there was definitely parts where I was less... This is good writing, but... Yeah, sorry. Uh, what what parts can you recall where you're just like, oh, that's a little cheesy? Um, well, honestly, the big one for me was at the very end when they intru- introduced uh, T'Challa Jr. I was like, you know that that only was in the movie because he passed away. Y- you know that's why that happens. But like, I mean, not saying that's a bad thing. It'll be it'll come full circle eventually. But. Uh, for right now it's just like oh, okay. Avengers offspring at this point does seem a little bit forced you know they're trying to bring up like so many different next gens when there's like so many characters from Marvel comics that can, they can just introduce which I'm glad they're they are introducing new characters all the time but like Namor was a big one that I'm very happy they finally brought yeah. in because he's a big character I feel like we've been talking Marvel. about like when the hell are they going to bring Namor Namor in there that was that's been talked about for a few years Namor now, I also feel like they introduced Ironheart a little too early. You think so? Yeah, I think that <clears throat> there hasn't, especially after the comics, like Ironheart kind of takes place like 10, 15 years after like, yeah. Iron Man dies. But like, uh, Iron Man dies, and now, like, wh- where are we in the, in the can right now? Like, I think Black Panther is like as far after Endgame. I think it's, what? Okay, it so it was, it was a year after it, his death, which was like... I think six months after Endgame. So, so a year and a half, yeah. It's like 2024, I think, in, in Wakanda or something like that. So like Iron Man, when he when he when he was making the, the the suits in the movies, I remember like I remember this one like line from the movie that he said that 
no one was going to be able to like, even like replicate the suits mm-hmm. like to the way that he made them for another like 30 years just randomly alright this person just right after Endgame boom I got an Iron Man suit alright I'm flying to Wakanda like, that's, that was why I felt like it was a little honestly like okay so I feel like the way they executed her was um poorly done I, I'm not like I'm not against her having what her aspect the movie, of her but like the fact that she already has a full-fledged Iron Man suit. Okay. Like, I didn't... I think okay. like, we needed to get to see that. Yeah. It would have been more sense if it was, like, a gradual thing. Like, it wasn't, like, a full... I already have the suit. Like, if it was, like, a hinted thing, like, maybe she, like, made, a, like, made like a weapon of some sort that was, like, very minor, but, like, it was kind of showing that what her character was... So you guys wanted a more in-depth... I feel like she was too major, an origin story? Too major of a character in the movie. Is Honestly, a lot of people... A lot of people, when they do have slights for this movie, uh, they they do talk about Riri Williams a lot, Ironheart. Uh, she did not seem significant in this movie, but I will personally say, I love the casting choice. I don't know her, but there's just something that I really love about really well done camaraderie amongst peers in movie scenes. If it's gu- if it's done really well. Uh, yeah, I just really favor that, and uh, that young girl, that whoever, I don't know her real name, but yeah, the, whoever they casted as Riri Williams, uh, she's got charisma, she's got uh, angst, she's, uh, she could really bring uh, some personality to that character. Uh, yeah, I do feel like, yeah, uh, the evolution of what that final project of Ironheart looked like was rushed, um, but I'm really looking forward to watching the series. Hopefully they can get a little bit slower paced. That's the benefit of those series, right? And like honestly, it's been like a bit of a trend with like a lot of the phase four, like introducing characters into the MCU. Like I feel like they do it like way too much. Like you remember like remember like, like when like The end of She Hulk? I Yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started on She Hulk quite yet. We'll get there. But like it was like MCU like phase one like when they were taking everything really slow and I understand that we're a lot further down than from from phase one but like I remember like we would get like two MCU movies a year and like then we had like that six seven month period where we had to like think what was gonna happen next what are they gonna do but it seems like we don't even get a moment to even think or like process because here comes the next thing so like I felt like that the whole reason they even put her in the movie was because they were just trying to advertise out for the. Yeah, I feel like we keep on reeling into Phase 4 in general. Okay, so any last notes for uh, the, the Wakanda movie? Are we going to grade this thing? I mean, he gave it, uh, what, 7.5 out of 10? Honestly, I'd probably give it the same score. Okay. I might have to wait a while to emotionally level down from it. Because might, it might have affected who I was watching it with and where I was watching it and... I don't know. I'd probably give it definitely higher than you guys, but I will reconsider. Hey, no, you can. You I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it in eighty-four. Out of one hundred. Out of one hundred. Put eighty-four on the moist meter. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't think he gets that reference. He's, nope. No, moist okay. meter? Nope. I have nothing. Nothing. No. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Phase four. Honestly, Josh, you are so right. When you say that it's a little rushed, I mean, I took, like, there was something that came up on my feed a couple months ago about how there's, like, as many hours 
in phase four as there is like almost the first pre three previous combined and it's like that's a lot and i would be okay if they took another 15 years to do the next three phases but phase six we already know what's coming out in phase six yeah. and phase five that just started that started in february also wasn't was far from home in phase four Far From Home it was the was... very first of Phase 4. No, 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 no. Um, I think it's stupid, but it's the last Phase 3 movie. Yes. Okay, I was double-checking because I was like thinking in my, in my actual like list. I was like, was it I have a, I, have I legit thought it was here. Phase 4 too, bro. I thought it, I was like calling people out on the internet like, no way, uh, Far From Home was in Phase 4, you dumbass. No, it's not. I was a fool. It's, it's the finale. It's so unsatisfying. And I, I think I've told Jordan how unsatisfying that is. That Endgame is not the end of Phase 3. It's a good movie, though. Yeah. Um, there's a thing going around where a lot of people are saying their big theme for Phase 4... So, or, I, I was going to say so far, but it's done now. Big, big theme for Phase 4 is grief. Um, because, you know, all these people have just... So we're done through. being sad? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess. Maybe. Wee! I don't know. <laughs> All these people just went through this big traumatic event, the blip, the stamp, whatever you want to call it. I have not cried at a lot of movies so far. Two Phase 4 movies I've shed tears at, so... One should have made me shed tears. Only one. Oh yeah, by the way, yeah, uh, this man dresses as Spider-Man and walks around sometimes. Oh, really? I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's your favorite superhero. Yeah. Okay. 100. Yeah. percent I mean, it, like it's it's funny. Like, I uh, well, the DMAC, we like me and the boys, we all dressed up as our like for Halloween on the day of Halloween our classes. So I dressed as Spider-Man. I was walking through uh, like the like building five or like the dining area, and like the kids that were part of the like they didn't wash like the daycare. They came in and like they genuinely thought I was Spider-Man. I so, like, saw I was, that on your Snap story, bro. That is so cute. I was literally playing mall Santa for these kids as yeah, Spider-Man. You know. We really got great value Dustin in here right now. I don't know. I feel like he's better than Dustin. He's kinda, right. he's we, got the we got Louis We got here. Louis Vuitton Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah, he you do Louis looking good, bro. You got that from Banana Republic or something? Look at that. Uh Ooh. no. Target. Target. Hey, Target's got great. Target, clothes, I bought actually. this from some D Mac thrift store. <laughs> nice. Target is undercover nice. Actually, no, maybe at this point high key nice. My number, my number one place is Plato's Closet, though. I go there forever. Plato's Closet's pretty pimp. Never been there. Uh, it's like a really good Goodwill. It's like a bougie Goodwill, basically. Yeah. Bougie. But uh, speaking of DMAC, bro, we've been going to the same campus all semester, and we have not ran into each other. That is so weird. I've it? ran into Jackson Fedosa. Yeah. I've ran into quite a few other characters, and I just don't see you. And it's like, what the hell? I live in Building 6. I literally um, you live, live in Building there. Six. I'm, okay. I'm vocal music education, so I'm stuck in there forever. Dude, I just want to—I want to put it out here right now. I am so proud of you for pursuing music. Still, I—I I graduated high school not knowing how to read music, and I'm like, I, I'm done. I got emotional when I graduated because of that. But like you, being able to go to Drake because of your oh, dude, I am so proud of you. I'm very excited about it. I, I am excited about it, too, and I'm jealous about how happy Brim Meyer is of you on Facebook. <laughs> like, dude, I want I want some likes on my posts from Mr. <laughs> Brim Meyer, but, you know, shout out Brim Meyer. He was my favorite teacher in high school, but 
<coughs> I, I, I applaud you for, for doing that, bro. I am genuinely happy. And it's kind of funny. I wasn't even, like, originally planning on going there. Like, I always thought Iowa State, Iowa State, like everyone was saying. But um, I remember one of their, their vocal coaches there, they uh, they reached out to me like through email and told me to come for a visit. I loved it. I absolutely loved the campus. Drake's awesome, dude. And like their music program is very family oriented. It, it felt very close and very similar to what we had at Urbandale. So I just knew that was the place for Nice. Me. I saw on the news a long time ago, I was either in middle school or really early high school, um, about Iowa and Iowa State academically were ranked in like the 90s out of the country Drake University 63rd 63rd on any list doesn't sound very significant but out of the country and you're not a D1 school what's oh, D1 is it yeah Drake's D1 really I there know, might be I, just I know like Drake a... does play D1 football okay that's weird it's private school but yeah okay but that, I guess that's not like the end all be all but yeah Really happy for you. It was actually a college I once upon a time wanted to go to. Uh, I can't afford it. So I guess if they want to, you know, give me some sugar. Well, they offered, like, just for transfers, they offer, like, half the tuition off for transfers. But it's still expensive despite yeah. that. I'm still paying 21000 a year. Yeah, Drake Drake's a really good school. Really, really, really excited for you, before bro. Before we get too much into the list, still have not seen Werewolf by Night. Still have not seen the holiday special. Still haven't seen Holiday Special? Oh, I haven't even watched the Holiday Special. Is that out? That's okay. That's okay. I was going to make a dumb joke at the end say, okay, I have my list for Phase 5, uh, Halloween special, or Holiday Special. I didn't even know that was out yet. Yeah, it's like, it, it came it? literally the day after Thanksgiving. How long is it? Uh, 45 minutes, I think. It's good? It's, have you seen Werewolf by Night? I haven't. I don't even know why I asked that. I can't really compare it. I half-assed watched it. It's about 45 minutes. Okay, same so length as Werewolf right by time. Night. Um, excellent. Okay? Both of them. What you guys expect from a James Gunn quality Guardians movies? Just because this is 45 minutes and just because the budget's a little bit lower uh, does not mean that there's any shortage of fucking quality here. I know people were making memes about Swole Groot, so... Because he, he, he looks like a child still, but he's like, beefcake. Well, what was Werewolf by Night about? Werewolf by Night, it was... I mean, the biggest thing I got out of Werewolf by Night... See, I still need to rewatch that, because, like... See, when I live at a house with toddlers, it's kind of hard to pay attention to things that are on the TV. Um, the biggest thing for Werewolf by Night, at, uh, for me... Uh, I mean, it, it revealed uh, a few Marvel characters that you'd have to, like, have a deep knowledge of. Um, I don't want to spoil it for it's you, in, but... It's in black and white, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Visually, great. Very great. Uh, it's almost kind of, like, nostalgic because yeah, it, really. like, it stays true to, like, I don't know, black and white horror movies. It's like the classic werewolf movie. They try to give that aesthetic, and it's really nice. But, uh, yeah, I recommend that to you guys. But uh, even more so, recommend the holiday special. It, it's <laughs> this made me laugh so much, dude. Uh, I guess I have to. Oh, I love it so much, dude. You can tell that you know some of the makeup's cheap. Once you get past that, you get over it in the first five minutes. Excellent, excellent. Anyways, 
Who wants to share their list first? How about the? I, how do we want to go? What our fifteens are, and then we'll move up. Is that, like said, is that the I, total? I don't have a list because I don't know. Like, I hate making lists personally, but like, there's I can, I can tell you what I which ones I didn't like and which ones I did like, and that, that's about as far. Wait, you as only I have really fifteen things on your list? Like yes. Yeah. I have sixteen. All right, let me just go through my list and make sure I see what I'm. Wait, missing. wait, wait. Don't go through your list. I don't want any idea of what order your list is in. Okay. I took a screenshot of everything that is in Phase 4, and that's in no numerical order besides release so date. So if you want just the films are right there, just the TV shows are right there. Oh, okay. He's checking right there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, right, Jordan. Jordan, say something funny. Oh, I didn't put I Am Groot. Oh. Oh, I didn't, I didn't watch that either. I, didn't, I just didn't I watched it because they weren't like... They're shorts. Canon, like, yeah. stuff, though. Like, I, like, I didn't okay, think... I mean, I, I'll take him out of my list, too. Uh, he was actually quite low. He was quite low, because not because it was bad, but, like, it's like, I'm not the audience. Yeah, know? but I can guess what's your lowest. <laughs> no, you can't, actually. <laughs> I, I, I bet I know exactly what's your number 15. But you, I could. Does it start with an S, ends with a he-hulk? <laughs> <laughs> the way you say that, bro. We got an actual argument over She-Hulk, but no, I think I think we, I think we're level on She-Hulk. Except it's just, let's just get into this. That's my 15. 15. 15 She-Hulk. Oh, I hated it. Every really? episode, despised it. Really, really. Yeah, I felt that it was like they were trying to make their own take on Deadpool, but it just wasn't funny at all. So, fun fact. Misconception. Okay, not calling you out because we didn't know this until the She-Hulk series. She-Hulk did it first, breaking the fourth wall. Well, I already know that from the comics, but I felt like that they were... I don't know. It just seemed okay. it seemed way too forced. So, way... what I saw was uh, the way they did the finale episode was reportedly a big F you to the haters of the show. That takes away some points for me. Because, uh, don't make art out of petty hatred, yeah. okay? Make something that you believe is great, okay? And then let the TV do the talking. But with that said, I did really like that ending. I actually liked the episode before that ending as well. I liked the first couple episodes. Everything in between She-Hulk. Jordan, actually, I'm actually surprised he doesn't dislike it as, as much as I do but it was in the middle of the season where Jordan was like you know I don't really know where this is going I don't think this is going anywhere there's a good three episodes in a row where it legit goes nowhere I don't think there's anything wrong with that honestly after the entire series came out and after reflecting on it I really liked it actually um, that's probably not even in the bottom five for me so I don't know. I liked Maybe a lot it's of the memes taste, that came out. So the memes were funny. I did oh, say I, I did say a lot about She-Hulk, but it is not my bottom feeder. Ooh. It is actually fourteen out of fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Might as well <laughs> what's, be. what's your fifteen? Eternals. Uh, yeah, I, did, I that's actually my fourteen. <laughs> but I actually right. I didn't write it in as Eternals. I wrote it in as Midternals. It oh. was so <laughs> awful. Okay. I did not like this it. is okay. So I actually that's spoiled. <laughs> I, I spoiled Dustin uh, by telling him my ranks uh, over a phone call. This is exactly what I told him. Eternals, 
just didn't do it for me. Maybe it was just too out there right now for what the uh, environment is for the MCU. I feel like Eternals is going to be, despite Guardians 1 being amazing, uh, I feel like for more appreciation going towards Eternals will form once we get to more in-depth on who the Eternals are. Hello, Isaac. Hello, Tyrion. I need you to go upstairs. I think I feel like Eternals is going to be more appreciated if they make more movies or a series about them. Uh, you know, so the people can. I feel like that first movie, although as there's just definitely points where it's just I'm dreading it, right? Where it's just like yawn. I, I definitely think that it's a movie that will gain more appreciation as there are will be more content in the future for it. But as for right now least interesting thing to me in phase four i think if they make a sequel it will just instantly be way better you know what i've kind of, i've thought about with eternals is that like i always loved the comic books for eternals like, i've never read them. the eternals um honestly i don't even think i even knew of the eternals there's a lot that happens in the eternals comic books which is why when they were making it a movie and then they made a, a show like the was it the hawkeye show that could have easily, with the amount of content that was actually mattered in that show, could have been just a movie on its own. They should have just made Eternals a show. Yeah, they should Because there was made... so much content that they tried to That fit. was a very common opinion, that it should have been a show that... Casey, our friend, says, Encanto does a better job introducing so many characters than this movie. Yeah. I think Eternals should have been a show and Hawkeye should have been a movie. Agreed. I wholeheartedly agree with that said do we go do we go up in the list jordan since you don't have a list do you have I, I a clear go over the eternals you... myself real quick okay. i i also did not hate that movie um nowhere near as much as everyone else did i didn't think it was good by any means not saying that it was not a good movie but I, i'd probably just give it a solid five out of ten just right middle so i mean that that's just i'll give it a four cgi was okay <laughs> CGI was actually alright uh, oh, that was oh one. yeah we should grade these things Let's guys, uh, guys let's grade She-Hulk uh, well She-Hulk CGI for one was hey <laughs> but it a, was a show it was a show so I'll give it a it was a show B it got better I mean come on I mean the, the initial trailer was awful um, well, and they, then the they, show was like someone pointed out right. in a podcast that they really tried to avoid showing her transforming and that kind of cheapened it for me I mean, that's what they do with a lot of shows. Like, but, they uh, did that all the time in The Flash. Oh, yeah. And then, uh... I think I'd give She-Hulk a, uh, a 6 out of 10. I give it a 5. But it would be a 4, but it gets one point because Daredevil's in it. Honestly? Yeah. <laughs> it literally would get a whole I, point just because... That Daredevil episode made me so happy, okay? Like, like going back to camaraderie. The I walk like of shame part literally made me belly laugh. It made me cackle. It was the funniest shit. I really liked those memes where it was like, like what, like the four characters, how, how they've all interacted with Hulk, like Black Widow, I've sang to the Hulk, or like Abomination, I beat the Hulk, and then it just goes to Daredevil, <laughs> I fuck the Hulk. Like. All right. Uh, Jordan, is there a clear bottom feeder for, for your list? You don't have a list, but like, what is like the worst yeah. thing? I, I guess not even worse. You don't even have to dislike it. But what was not as good as anything else? I think my least favorite is definitely uh, 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 Black Widow. 
I don't okay. play Black Widow very much. Either. That's actually okay. my thirteenth. Yeah, Black Widow was. It looked awful. Was horribly wrote and uh, just very anticlimactic for me. It's kind of hard to keep talking about these when they're in different spots of our lists. But uh, I will point? say, on the topic of Black Widow, uh, see how I'm speechless, right? I don't really have anything to say about Black Widow. Do you even remember it? Yes, I do. I remember okay. it because, like, my mom, she's watching the whole shebang chronologically. Okay. I saw the Black, I saw Black Widow again, like, this week. Oh, really? Um, not entirely. Okay, I, I saw bits and pieces, but uh. I feel like I feel like Taskmaster was the biggest fumble since I don't know a while by we'll the see MCU. How the character gets uh, handled with the with it, it reminds me of Weapon X from Wolverine X Men Origins. Oh yeah, they just did Daredevil under Deadpool, super dirty. Okay, I'll get it later. Go upstairs. Okay, upstairs. Go upstairs. I should do my own first. Okay, go upstairs. Okay. Um, but the reason I didn't like Black Widow, and this is one of my biggest gripes, was where they released it. They should have put it right after Civil War. Like, they should have put that movie out well, okay. right after. You gotta think. COVID. COVID was a big thing for the Marvel movies, because everything got delayed. Black Widow was supposed to come out a year and a half before it did. Yeah, Black Widow was supposed to be before like I'm Captain not Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was supposed well, to be I still think that. that even it should have like that entire I mean, storyline yeah, should have. I get what you're saying. Before even COVID. after Civil War. Yeah, that's fair because Civil War came out in 2016, a whole four years before COVID was a problem. Because mm. my my biggest issue with Black Widow was that they kept throwing her in against like all these crazy events. Like, trying to make you think, oh, what's going to happen to her? And I'm thinking to myself, well, I already know she dies 40 movies later, so, like, <laughs> I don't... I, I know she's going to come out fine. So, like, none of, like, the crazy things that happen, I really connected with. Yeah, so, I think that was a big part of it for me, too. So, so the, the only two things in Phase 4... There's only, yeah, two things in Phase 4 that I genuinely was like, oh, that could have been better. Which was Eternals and She-Hulk at 15 and 14. Uh, 13, 12, and 11. No, no, no. 13 has a, is going to accord a category of its own now because I took out I Am Groot. Uh, Miss Marvel. Not I'm not the audience. Yeah, but kind of I... Funny. You have like almost the same list as me, but like two things are mixed around. Miss Marvel's my 12. <laughs> We're so similar. I like it. I got a feeling he's going to just have one movie on the top of his list that's just nowhere near that on yours. We'll find out. Oh, I think uh, you're you number, if your number one isn't my number one, oh, we're gonna have a problem. I know already what his. Yeah, you can see is. it. Listen. Oh, that's not his number one. That is not his number one. Oh boy. That'll probably be his number two. Okay. Oh, there's a cat in here now. Number two is book four. Go. Okay. Thank you. Go. I gotta get podcast stuff. Yep. Go upstairs. I gotta get my podcast. Go get your podcast stuff. Okay. Tyrion, shut the door. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, that was... Shut the door.
<laughs> oh my goodness, dude. Um, yeah, Miss uh, Marvel. But yeah, Miss Marvel, guys. Any notes from Miss Marvel? Um, I don't know. Man. Well, that happened. Period. Middle, middle on the list. Like, it, I, I enjoyed it. I am not the audience, definitely. I enjoyed it. I will say, like I said, She-Hulk and Eternals were the only ones that I could have been like, oh, that could have been better. So, yeah, I think the rest of this list, I either felt nothing or I liked it. Or I thought it was fucking great. What's your number 12? Moon Knight. Damn, okay. I'm a little hurt. I know you're... I thought of you when I was placing it. Um, But... Okay. 12, 11, and 10. All the same. Okay, you can even rearrange those. I can put Moon Knight at 10 if to make you feel better. But Black Widow, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Moon Knight were all things where I'm like, okay, well, that happened. I didn't have craziness about it. Okay? Uh, I mean, I guess I will say I loved Moon Knight episode 1 and 2. And then, like, the finale got really out there for me. They keep, especially with like Moon Knight, they keep doing this thing in the MC, for Phase Four specifically. Where like, they really just keep trying to hint something in the middle of the show or the middle of the movie towards something else later. Like, the very end of, of Moon Knight, where like, we're we're about to turn to the third form, blackout. Oh, where are we at now? Yeah. That that kept happening, and I understood why because I I read the. I comments. appreciated the accuracy of that being some people's like real life. Mm-hmm. But like you know, of course, fantasized your superhero aspect. But I, I, it was a different part of cin- cinematography that I have not seen, and I, I kind of liked it. Moon Knight's probably top five for me. I like Moon Knight. It's okay. uh, it's my number six. That's I can't I can't argue with it. That's I can't argue with it because Moon Knight's actually my favorite Marvel character. Yeah, really, uh, his favorite. Marvel I really character. like Moon Knight too. Yeah, so I he mean, always had really good stories in the comics as yes, well. Yes, They're always really he's underrated. Very crazy. underrated. But, they have a um, lot they can do with him in the future. That's yes, what's there is. About it. I did not like the suit, though. That was my biggest yeah, suit. Well, so Moon Knight's supposed to be, like, tactical, right? The Mr. Knight suit, fantastic. The uh, the Egyptian, like, mummy rag suit, I don't like that They kind of should have just stuck with, like, what he was... Moon Knight was always just essentially, like, a Batman, Batman but, yes. like, not Batman. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, uh... He's a Batman possessed, possessed by, by the God. moon. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that's why back to Ms. Marvel. I uh, I thought the story was, I thought the pacing was fine. Um, I liked, I liked that they were being very inclusive with the character because that's kind of what Ms. Marvel was like for the comics when she was first debuted, mm-hmm. and I think they did a pretty good job at that. And you also learned a lot about a lot of things that you may not have known about, especially in their culture through that movie. And I I enjoyed that that feature. Um, I did like how they did their own take on her superpowers, where she's not just stretchy. It's just mm-hmm. it's the gauntlet doing it. I like that too, actually. Because I, I never, because I just felt like she was just another uh, Mister Fantastic yeah. because of that. But what I do really like was that they finally, finally put mutants. There in you the go. MCU. That's what I was yep. going to talk about. That was the big one. It's a twist making her a mutant too, which I don't know how I feel about, but like the fact that they're there makes me very happy. Yeah. That was like the big old shebang, right? I'll bet thirty dollars though that the next like thing they do with Ms. Marvel, she's gonna lose the gauntlet and thinks her powers are gone, and somehow she's gonna learn that she can use her powers without the gauntlet. That's, that's where the stretchy arms come in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, eleven ranked for me, Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
Yeah, let's, let's talk about that one, actually. Because um, I know you have that ranked in 11. I'm looking That's at your I can't help but think... I don't know. It wasn't very significant to me. I mean, um, the whole passing of the torch, yeah. There's a lot more to it than that. For, Sam's in Captain America If you really stuff. liked the Winter Soldier for more than it just being like an MCU Captain America film and you really liked the, the political drama of it, this one's going to be really significant for you as well. I really liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The pacing was really slow. That was my only gripe with it. Yeah, it was way too slow. Yeah, it was. I think that might have been yeah. I, that might have been it for me. Like, if it was not as slow, it probably would be higher on my list. It was just. It was also like I understand why it was super depressing, but it was super depressing for a very long time. Here's what I would say I liked about it. It really, it really did address, like, what the MCU is really good at is I don't know they don't they don't hit every single time but they add real world aftermath like oh what would actually happen if this actually happened which was how hard life is when people when half your people are gone for five years and then suddenly double your people are back (laughs) after five years and and I I really liked that aspect when uh what's John, John Walters is that right I don't the guy that was the fake Captain America, uh, the new one, oh, uh, yeah. when he killed the dude with the shield, that was a big deal. Like, for mm-hmm. me, personally, that, that was, was like, a big holy shit. That yeah. was like, whoa. They Honestly, actually just did that. I loved every part when the US agent was on screen. I, call yeah. me call me I a bad person. Dick. I wanted to punch him. I loved how much I hated him, okay? If you're a wrestling fan, you love to hate people, yeah. okay? And not like a toxic way, but like, oh, this guy's really good at being bad kind of way. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I will say, okay, so that was my bottom six, so 15 to 10 is Eternals, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Black Widow. I might throw Moon Knight at 10, but I will say, guys, no matter what I say after this, please don't let the ranking hurt your feelings. I loved 1 through 9. I loved it, okay? I liked... I loved uh, probably my one through six. Loved one through okay, okay, okay. Uh, if we want to differentiate love and like, then yeah, um, I want to go to Hawkeye. Yeah. I okay, my top him. five I loved six, seven, eight, and nine. I really liked. Yeah, moving to Hawkeye, so I under it made me think that the whole when Hawkeye came out, it was like Black Widow's entire movie was literally just to set up the fact that. What's her name? Was gonna be in Hawkeye. It kind of felt like that. Hawkeye was really good though. Like I really enjoyed that so much. And um, uh, what's his name? Isaac just left the room. He moved the cat. The cat, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When uh, Vincent came on for uh, Kingpin again, that was the moment where I was like, "Holy shit! They really are doing it. They're bringing the Netflix shows in," and that. That was a big thing for me. I watched nearly all of them. I never finished Punisher Season 2, and I never finished Jessica Jones Season 3. Um, but all the other ones I watched, and I loved them. See, I like that they're bringing Netflix stuff back, but I want them to bring some of the Netflix some? things back. You didn't like uh, uh, Iron Fist, did you? I was not a big fan. I wasn't even the biggest fan of Jessica Jones. Really? No. So that was a big one for a little while. First season was a big deal. I think Kilgrave, I don't know if you've seen the first season all the way through, Kilgrave, 
top top five villains for me, honestly. What'd you like, think of Luke Cage? First season was fantastic. Second second season was like, what the fuck have they done? Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. That's why I kind of avoided it. So, and um, I never even watched the Defenders either. The Defenders was really good, actually. Um, it, <laughs> I, I've heard I have not seen The Defenders I've heard it's terrible it's just, That's what I heard too it's just, eh. it's, I liked it Cause like It just brought all the characters together And then like After that That's when start, things started Going really downhill um, Daredevil season 3 Was fantastic Punisher has uh, Like I watched the first half Of season 2 And then all of season 1 Punisher was probably The best Netflix show In my opinion Just because like If you like the the beat the shit out of people when like if you like them when superheroes beat the shit out of people you'll like that because it's really just nitty gritty mm-hmm. but uh like I don't know it's just I was happy to see them coming because I I enjoy ninety percent of the Netflix shows so Josh mm-hmm. give me your fifteen through ten just a re- quick review She Hulk Midternals Black Widow Miss Marvel Falcon and the Soldier Hawkeye. All right. Yeah, we were discussing Hawkeye when we got into the Netflix Yeah, show. Hawkeye's a little low for me, bud. I mean, Hawkeye had a good plot, but I didn't think it needed to be a show, and I felt like it dragged because okay. of that. Respect. Well, they had Respect. a whole, like, 10-minute scene where they were just celebrating Christmas, and it wasn't even Christmas, like, in real life when it came <laughs> out, so it was kind it of... It was leading up to Christmas, buddy. It what was month? leading up to Christmas what at the exact Hawk- same time Spider-Man was going to be taking place in Christmas, yet there was no connection. That was the one thing that, like, really triggered yeah, so me. So, Hawkeye took place, what was it? Like, like the, they actually released that show. It was, like, what, late October? I, I don't... It was November, actually. Or, like, was it late I think it was I November. There was six episodes, one weekly release, and I think, mm-hmm. yeah, the last episode was supposed to be, like, First, I think the week of Christmas. First season premiered November 24th, 2021. Oh, wow. It's only been a full year since Hawkeye came out. And concluded December 22nd, 2021. Uh, so, okay. going into number nine for me on the list, okay? Nine through six things that I really liked. What if... Have you ever finished talking about Hawkeye? We're not uh, about Hawkeye. I promise we're going to get back to Hawkeye because <laughs> I've not put Hawkeye on my list yet. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, so that's why you're trying to move on. But well, then we gotta go. Okay, you're just making things. We gotta go back. It's complicated because we're both we're all doing it at the same time, but it's okay. okay. You know, you know what's really really sad about my entire Phase Four list? What? Fifteen through probably nine, I just did not like. <laughs> okay. Hawkeye would have been. That's way respectable. Better. Thor is my number nine. Thor's okay. I, Honestly, I did not like Thor. That's fine because because people are saying that's the worst shit that's ever fucking put on screen for some reason. It's not the worst shit, but so like... I respect that you put it at nine. Okay, that's middle of the pack almost. It, I, I'll take it. I'll freaking take it. <laughs> Listen, okay. So my big thing with Thor was that everyone was coming off. Oh man, the last Thor Ragnarok was. The best movie ever, which I agree. I love Thor Ragnarok so fucking much, but man, Love and Thunder just, it it was like trying to be Ragnarok at all times, and like it didn't know when to not say a joke every two minutes. Okay. That I didn't know when the movie was supposed to get serious. I will agree that Thor was just a little bit more serious than Ragnarok, but to that I say you gotta really consider his character arc and I'm, I guess 
the whole movie took on that no matter if it was Thor telling the joke or not but uh, that was definitely the vibe it was a little goofy for a lot of people it was it was, it was too goofy for a lot of people I don't even think it even like got it got serious I think at one point with like the whole cancer thing with um one of my friends name Jane Foster but like after like outside of that scene it was like every three minutes here's another like so, little witty joke what I really base off the lack of seriousness in this movie you see I'm, I'm a super biased Thor fan so don't take anything I say critically about Thor this too. movie but uh you know I mean, I mean look at this yeah super big Thor fan my favorite superhero in the Marvel comics I'm not basic though I promise I have very unique uh, other comic book characters in my top ten but uh yeah, yeah, I, I got that popcorn bucket when I went and saw the movie. That is fucking sick. Yeah, uh, so this is not gonna come out visually this episode, but um, what Josh is holding is the Thor's AMT hammer. Theaters, uh, Thor hammer popcorn bucket. That was, it's like it's the shattered hammer of Mjolnir. Yes, like... it is pr- pretty pimp. It's pretty dope, actually. You just put it right so. Uh, yeah, huge, huge that? freaking mark. I have not put popcorn in it. Uh, the most I've used it for was put my uh, Thor action figures in it. That's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. Isaac, I, I wanna, so, like, I you know the you... Marvel Legends action figure series that comes out with every movie? Yeah. I bought every movie, or I bought every figure for the Th- Love and Thunder movie. Oh, really? That's yeah. true. You even actually, yeah, we did go back and get the Armored Thor, that's right, and we swapped heads. I really mm-hmm. liked the Armored Thor look, though, in that movie. Like, I mm-hmm. loved, like at the very beginning, like, it was so cool looking. Very much, I liked the uh, the black breastplate. It was it was a little bit more Viking for me, and that's you know, really big Viking guy. And uh, yeah, I really appreciated Isaac, that. I wanted, to, I wanted you to go over what place you have Thor: Love and Thunder at. Number three. Really? I have Thor: really? Love and Thunder at number three. Wow, that took me by surprise. <laughs> I was actually expecting number yeah, one. Uh, it's making me think, man, how shit was Phase Four if Thor: Love and Thunder is <laughs> number three? But okay, so like, I I really can relate to Thor because like I've gone through quite a bit. Okay, not my entire family died, of course, but like Thor is so relatable when you think of his grief. And I've been to that stage where you get into such a state of depression where everything's a joke. Everything is a joke. That's how you reflect. Okay, um, right at the beginning of the movie, it's, it's, it clearly states that even though he lost That's weight, he still... He still was, like, really broken on the inside. And, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, you have to... Of course, it was not Marvel's best movie. Yeah. It's not Marvel's... It's not in Marvel's top ten. Okay? Definitely. Definitely. My personal top ten? Maybe. Precisely, actually. I liked it. But... I thought it was good. But, uh, I, I love... I loved the goats. The goats were great. They were pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> the fact- Didn't they literally use, like, the exact sound mm-hmm. from, like, yep. the meme... For that like that was the, the old 2014 meme screaming goats tyler oh, swift oh my god but yeah classic classic loved it loved it okay i i am a thor love and thunder stan that understands that I people don't it. like it <laughs> so what do you what so my next one up from thor is wandavision wandavision that's I thought WandaVision was actually a relatively good show, just like especially at, when it was coming out, and like no one knew what the 
fuck was Wait, going so what on? number yeah. do you have WandaVision at? Eight. I have WandaVision at seven. Interesting. Yeah. Like, my favorite thing about it was like, when they were releasing it, it was like, there was like nothing that had come out ever since, like, Endgame. So, like, mm-hmm. this is the first thing that came in, and, this, and we have no idea what the world's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And they, they aren't, like, they're giving, like, little, little small things that you'd, like, peep out. There was, like, so much controversy about it that I loved what it was doing. And I remember, like, whenever every episode came out, me and my friend, like, Peter Schumacher, you know him, we would, like, talk about it, like, what the hell's going on? Why, why is this happening? Like, it was kind of a whole crazy thing. And I, that's what I really loved about WandaVision. Yeah, it is. WandaVision is, on this list, the third best series on here for me. About the shows? Yeah, out, yeah. Of, out of the shows. But, uh... Uh, where do you have What If ranked? Because I did it's mention actually my seventh. Yeah. Is your seventh? Okay, yeah. can we talk about What If? Sure, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I, a part of me just really would love if they just took the source material, got the direct rights from Marvel Comics, to just straight up do a cinematic exact retelling of, like, the best comic book series that we, uh, we've had to offer in Marvel. And what right now, what if is the closest thing we got? Of course, it's not comic booky looking. It's, it's it's animated. It's animated, and that's the closest thing we have right now to what I think would be a, a perfect. I don't know, a, a, something like that could go on for like fifty years. Mm-hmm. But uh, what if? Maximize your creativity. Okay, it's almost on D and D levels with where you could take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I loved What If. I loved the art. Infinite Ultron. It's pretty cool. One of the most badass villains I've seen on screen. And they actually gave Ultron an actual, like, decent like, Fight villain, arc. villain yeah. moment there. Because, yeah. like, let's just be honest. Age of Ultron was Age of Ultron was yeah. awesome. What they made mm-hmm. even cooler was Sinister Supreme Strange. Or just Supreme Strange. I forgot what he was, like, actually called. The dark Strange version Supreme. of him. Strange Supreme? Because we got Sinister Strange was the the evil one from Doctor Strange in the multiverse. That is so awesome. He swallowed an atom bomb, right? That fight has got to be one of my favorite fights in all of the MCU. To be really honest, if we're we're really talking, that, I can watch that. I can watch that episode specifically over and over again. I really did like how they tied in, like, they were like telling all these different what if stories and they kind of all tied them all near the end together, Super cool. which I thought was really cool. And what I really want them to do with what if is I want them to keep what they did there as part of that season, but I actually want them to do as far as their other what if seasons, like what if sh- I want them to do like a full, like, sh- like retelling as like a show for what a different what if series, like the Marvel zombies storylines, that show, that entire thing is crazy. Well, Marvel Zombies is getting its own show. Yeah, yeah. I did not. I did see that, and that's what yeah. I did like. But I would like um, what's another what if that was like a really awesome. I really comics. liked it when they got dark. I mean, I'll be really honest. The Doctor Strange episode did make me a little depressed, but the I zombies, love it. I love it when they get dark like the that. The zombies episode was actually really dark. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like feeding Black Panther to Wanda. To <laughs> that's that's a little messed up. But like I don't know, it's just, it, yeah, I can I can agree with that. Getting dark is. And didn't didn't Zombie Wanda literally appear in the final episode too? Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. They, they released. They they pit her against Infinite <laughs> Infinite Ultron. She wasn't a problem almost at all, but I mean, she held my bay for like yeah. a solid minute. 
But uh, number eight for me, Shang-Chi. I'm surprised that's not higher because that one was Ooh. that one was that was don't really forget, good. Don't forget, I I really like anything from nine and up. Okay, Shang Chi, really good. Shang Chi is my number three. Really, the Shang fight scenes in Shang Chi were fucking awesome. They, yeah, I, there's no argument there. And I they really, were awesome. I really liked the writing. I thought that out of a lot of the Phase Four movies, it looked the prettiest. And I, mm -hmm. and I think that they did a very good job of differentiating a, a hero origin story than what they've done in the past. But it felt... I, I really I really enjoyed Shang-Chi. I haven't seen it after watching it in the theaters, but that is definitely a movie where, comparatively, if I think about most of the Phase 4 movies, I would probably... I think that is, like, second to only one movie... When it when it comes to my anticipation for rewatching it, as in like I would really enjoy rewatching Shang Chi. Maybe it would be higher on my list if I had recently seen it again. But uh, yeah, a really good movie. As I said, it's really hard to like convince you guys that I really liked these things, considering it was at, at number eight. But like I love a lot of the stuff more than the average person watching the Mark Phase Four. So yeah. Um, what was your number six? Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That's my five. I will say Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was a big one for me personally. I really enjoyed it. Ooh, I love tell Sam me about Raimi. It. You Sam, love Sam Raimi, Raimi is fantastic. His movies age like fine wine. Yes. And uh, I do think Doctor Strange did have its issues. It was a little cheesy at times. A little like, hmm, yeah, okay. CGI. <laughs> um, there were some moments where it was really good. They were good. in the dark realm. It was really cool. Yeah. But like the beginning, oh my god. Yeah. And I didn't really like America Chavez either. Honestly, I didn't either. She was kind of annoying. I felt like she, she existed to just exist. Yeah. She. <sighs> what, what's that? What's that word? Something Water. that only exists to push the plot or make the uh, situation like real. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but yeah. And she, and she oh, had a, a major case of plot armor on her. Too. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but uh, overall... I liked America Chavez. But yeah, a girl that exists and her power is to jump multiverses. Okay. Doesn't that feel cool. a little OP? A little too on the nose. Yeah, pretty on the nose. Like, we're, we're hitting Dragon Ball levels. <laughs> oh, we're in the multiverse power. saga and this girl's power is to jump universe? Crazy. Um, I think that was probably... Yeah, that was a big one for me. It's just because it was Sam Raimi finally coming back to direct an MCU movie after, you know, like, having Spider-Man. So, like, it was really like a, uh, he still got it, he just came back, he justified himself kind of thing. Yeah. It was a really wacky movie, too. Like, like there was a lot of just really crazy scenes that he just, that just exists. Yeah, just he's happened. wacky like that, bro. Dude, honestly. Like, when, when they were jumping through, like, dimensions and stuff, yeah. and they got to, like, the, the bubble dimension and all that. Was that like, was really Whoa. cool. I was more so thinking about the out-of-pocket scenes where they fucking uh, turned uh, John Krasinski into spaghetti. Oh, and, when uh, they blew up his head. And they cut, what's Black Bolt. They cut, uh... Captain they, Carter Captain in half. Carter straight in half of the shield. We watched that one in theaters together. It's one of the few ones where we've actually done that. When Black Bull, like, had his head thing. I don't even know what to call it. Um, his skull? We both popped. just were like, holy shit. They just fucking did that. Yeah. Oh, that was so morbid. That was... That was the most morbid I think MCU had ever gotten. 
I'd, at I'd that probably point. agree, other than, like, you know, what was if. It, what was it rated? Was it rated R? No, it was PG-14. I Some angry parents it. wanted it to be rated R. Dude, if it was, it would have been so much better. I really loved that like... meme that came out of that movie, though, with uh, where they were, like, retelling about how their, their universe is Doctor Strange that got killed by Black Bolt. And, like, Black Bolt comes up and does, like, the scream. But there's, like, this meme where he just walks up and just goes, Beans! <laughs> <laughs> just kills that was great. me. That one is great. You know what we've uh, forgot to do? I well, guess I guess we don't really have to, but, like, we haven't been ranking these out of ten. Like, <laughs> we're, 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 we're going Yeah, through. it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We're ranking them out of fifteen. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I, I really did, like, um... I thought it was interesting because, like, when, I, when Multiverse of Madness was coming out, like, they really didn't reveal who was the, the antagonist of that movie like, yeah. at all. I, dude, so many people, including me, thought two most powerful Avengers were going to team up. That's what I thought. It's like, holy shit, they're going to fight something real big, you know? But I thought it was cool how you, how you fought Wanda in a zombie form. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Jordan, what you looking at? I'm trying to find the rating for Doctor Strange. Oh. Uh, well, I'm going to talk about number seven, WandaVision. I, I mean, we've talked quick, about okay. WandaVision enough, yeah? Real quick. Um, I, I, I haven't talked about WandaVision. Okay, we'll talk about WandaVision. Uh, but what's I, up? I have been loving it when the MCU does things that are different. Like, they've been doing different genre things. Like, like oh, yeah. The, the, the horror, horror comedy, the just that weird shit. The WandaVision was the first to do it. With the the every episode being a different decade and a different style, like, that was really like, sitcom, cool. Like, like that. that thing, that was by far my favorite. Like WandaVision's probably top three for me. WandaVision is WandaVision really fun. was great. I loved every minute of it. But you know, yeah, that's yeah. WandaVision is like a show that I love to like show other people. It was it was it was a fun run for that series. You know, it was a really interesting thing about WandaVision. I thought that. It was a really crazy divide from people that watched uh, the Doctor Strange movie. The people that didn't like Doctor Strange usually hadn't seen WandaVision. But the people yeah. that did like Doctor Strange had seen WandaVision. Yeah, that's like the really big thing. Because, like, you see, Jordan and I had, like, this... Or at least I had this revelation where, you see, at my job, I got hired back in January for this job that I currently have. My trainer, he was like... He made like a reference to Guardians of the Galaxy. He's like, yeah, I love those movies. I I hope they make another one. It's really weird to think of people outside of our circle of there are people that just casually watch Marvel. There are people that are like completely oblivious to these series on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's some people that got Disney Plus just because they want to see the old Bambi movie or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's really weird to just look on the other side and see people who just go to the Marvel movies whenever it's in theaters, and it's like, okay, I'll continue with my life. But uh, yeah, a lot of emotion is lost when uh, when you're not on the up and up completionist of the MCU that all three of us are. But uh, yeah, honestly, I don't like those people. Okay, you either like Marvel or you just don't like fun. Seriously, it's such a, it's so awesome to watch all of this, read all of this, engage in all of, 
Marvel's like my second time I buying Star Wars, like my favorite things to just. Really? I love Star Wars, dude. I was gonna say something about Star Wars. I don't even remember what it was, but like. Like I love Star Wars so much that I will die on a hill that I I, I just don't I will never understand what goes through the brain of people that genuinely enjoy the sequel trilogy. I just. I can't. <laughs> he just lost respect for you. No, I'm just uh, <laughs> trying not to say anything. <laughs> I loved the first one. Hated. Yeah, I'm sure. Everything you about the second one. Third one was mid. I would hope you liked the third one. You'd probably already seen it. It's called episode four. And you mm. <laughs> I, I actually am also on agreement with that. I, episode seven was essentially the exact same thing. As hey, let's not get four. derailed here. Okay? <laughs> we're, we're a little derailed. We, all, we, we <laughs> like Star Wars as much as the next guy. I, 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 okay. Last thing. I haven't seen like the last five fucking projects of Star Wars, and I'm so out of it. But granted. I, I have been wanting to like dedicate like a weekend to like watching all Star Wars. Did you didn't watch like Mandalorian? But like, I watched Mandalorian. You watched like I did not watch season two, or season oh. three. or season three. Wait, is season three yet? No, no there was the book of Boba Fett, which uh, was like, the second half of book of Boba but, Fett was Mandalorian yeah, season two point five. There, there's yeah. definitely got to be like a time where I don't have like any homework or anything. And I really gotta catch up. I feel so. You gotta watch Andor. I, I feel so taken Dude, out of it. I heard. I haven't finished the last episode. I yet. heard Andor is like the greatest thing it since starts, freaking it sliced starts bread. It's so slow, but it goes from zero to one hundred real quick. Oh my god, it does. <laughs> Anyways, we're, we're derailed. We're derailed. We can go to uh, a whole hour about that. Wandavision, Jordan. <laughs> what? But well, yeah, it was great. I already said that. I okay. loved it. it okay. Like okay. One of my favorites. Uh, number five. Five and up, things I loved. Loki. Loki was very, very good as well. Loki's my number two. Loki's your number two? I fucking loved Loki. It was. It was Loki so good. was so good, bro. Like the 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 ability to just throw in some Easter eggs there, because because you could. It was in the setting where you could. Something I was very upset about Loki at first, like in the second episode is they had all that character development that happened from the first Avengers movie mm -hmm. to like the Infinity War for character Loki and they just literally threw it away. That's valid. But then they brought it all back and then some. So like that's how you throw something away and then make it better. Yeah, because I mean it made sense cuz technically it he wasn't He watched everything character. that he was supposed to it wasn't. see. He he watched everything that he was supposed to yeah. experience. And yeah, and that's really at that point. That's when it was like, oh, okay. I mean, they kind of fixed who, it. Who, who in the real world watches a real simulation of them dying and then rethinks their purpose and like life? what they were supposed to do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, really excellent movie or <laughs> series. Uh, Jordan's been crushing on girl Loki ever since. Not really. Uh, that I kind of do. Dustin thing. Wait, no, no. Yeah, that was a Dustin thing. Yeah, Dustin's really got the hots for girl Loki. I got the hots for Loki Loki, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just a really good series. Um, you guys have any favorite parts? Um, honestly, I loved the part where like they went to um, what is that place in Greece, and like they were like trying to find out where. They oh, Pompeii. Pompeii. Pompeii, and he's like. They just start. He just starts being like the biggest nuisance he can humanly be, and then obviously I, I love. There's that, no consequences. I love that Owen Wilson was in that movie, and mm -hmm. it gets a whole other point, like on my scale, like out of ten, because he does say "Wow" at one point. In the I always show. wanted a jet ski, never, never been on one though. 
There was this... I want to go back to that Pompeii moment because that was probably one of my least favorite moments. Specifically just because, like, you can see how shit the CGI is in oh, that yeah. scene. That was one of the worst CGI moments I've ever seen in an MCU project. I was like, what the fuck is this? It That was one of the moments where it just actually made me angry. But, but I, I will say, throughout the entire series, his relationship with Mobius, the dynamic with Mobius... Mm-hmm. And how it shifted from episode to episode. It was beautiful. And then the heartbreak at the end. It was, yeah. Yeah, that. Who are you? Yeah, who are... That hurts. And I think it's really crazy. Like, Owen Wilson does not usually play a lot of serious, like, roles very Mm -hmm. often. Like, he's had, like... I think there's, like, I can think of three, like, Marvel I mean, he was kind of poppy a a couple times. Yeah, but, like, he was... Much more meant to be like he got he got very serious. Yeah, he he he, he did uh, pull out the hey I'm a government official uh, of the what the TVA. TVA. Yeah, yeah, he, he did have his serious moments, but really well done. Loki was a phenomenal show. Yeah, it was. It's the uh, second ranked series on my list. Uh, the only that was number that was number four for you. Number five, five for, for me. You. What's your four? Uh, Hawkeye. All right, we did discuss Hawkeye. My number four is Black Panther. Okay, okay. I want to say what I really liked about Hawkeye, it was really grounded for me. Of course, you know, that's what you're going to get when you make a series about Hawkeye. Uh, Haley Steinfeld is um, super sexy. <laughs> uh, she's taller than me, but I'll get, a, I'll get a step stool. Well, Isaac, I'm taller than you. Yeah, you are? <laughs> I don't feel like that's a really hard thing to do, buddy. No, it's not. <laughs> Yeah. It's okay, short king. Short yeah, king. I am a short king, baby. But uh, yeah, Haley Steinfeld. I'll, I'll send you my number. Just email the Too Many Words Podcast three <laughs> with uh, three pictures. Get a free t-shirt. With a free t-shirt. <laughs> but uh, I, I really liked. Uh, I don't know. I, I just loved. It got me Christmassy, and I think I'm gonna rewatch it again this month because of it. And uh, I loved the LARP. The LARP oh, episode. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I forgot and the, about and the that. LARP crew. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was that was so cute. That that uh that what was that tall black dude's name? I, I forgot. Remember. He was so cool. Cause like at first you see him in the Ronin costume, it's like you son of a bitch. But then it's like the whole ordeal of him getting his suit back. It's just. It's great. I loved it. I have like actual sentiment connected to that show at this point. Uh, it made me like Hawkeye, in all honesty. It made me like Hawkeye. Uh, with that said, we've already talked about Thor Love and Thunder. That's at number three. Mine was uh, Shang-Chi. My number two, Black Panther. We talked about it. Mine was Loki. Number one, Spider-Man No, no Way okay. Home. I, I'll admit, I was surprised. I was entirely expecting <sighs> Jordan. Thor. Spider-Man to be switched. I saw that movie. You cannot, Jordan. These lists are very subjective. Mm-hmm. If No Way Home isn't number one, it's wrong. I probably wouldn't actually put it at number one. What would you personally. put it? The, what was the probably best number thing? Two. What but was like, the best thing that came out of this phase? Because there wasn't a lot. <laughs> Honestly, I'm more of a show guy right now. Like, really? I've been really digging the shows. I, I will always put, maybe it will change in the future, but I will always see movies as a little bit more significant than shows. Maybe MCU will change that, but I will see movies more significant. It really depends on the quality of the show. Like, Mandalorian, like, holy shit. Back to Star Wars, but like... 
Honestly, I'd probably say one division. One division might one be division the best. One. I can't hate on that. I can't it's really good choice. Like, it's just, I, I loved everything about it but and everything dude, they did. There's only something that you can do that you're able to do with Spider-Man No Way Home. And that you have to build up 20 years of nostalgia <laughs> to do it. Okay? Yeah. You, 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 that's not something that you could just execute in a year and a half. That's like things that you did and failed at multiple, multiple times. And then you bring it back for a one whole big shebang. And then you have unmatched camaraderie between once-in-a-lifetime characters that have already been developed. Oh. So, what's really interesting about No Way Home was that so spider-man the original raimi spider-man film came out when i was one years old so obviously i don't remember watching it when i was that young but when i was three i watched through one and two and i still remember watching them at that age i fucking loved those movies and i saw spider-man three in theaters i thought it was great at the time but when i really watch it now like it has aged like fine wine but it was not a very good movie <laughs> but then andrew garfield's movies i it really allowed me to really appreciate the Spider-Man that Andrew Garfield was, because he was, if you really think about it, he was a very good Spider-Man. He is... Okay. He's the best Spider-Man. Because and of I, that movie, Isaac hopped on the train that Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man. Visually. Like, not even just Take visually. it from the comics. Andrew Garfield is Spider-Man. And, yeah, because, like, Tobey Maguire was a really good Peter Parker. He was a fantastic Peter Parker. I think Tom Holland's a really good mix between, but... Andrew Garfield, man. Like, he has the wit. He's a fantastic actor. I think they're all three. I don't think anybody would disagree with you that Toby was a great Peter Parker. Garfield was a great Spider-Man. And Holland is a little bit of both. I, I would. I think Andrew Garfield's great at both. I think Toby was a great Peter Parker. A lot of people Parker. say that Andrew Garfield was like too Tom cool. Holland. You don't like Tom Holland? I do not like Tom Holland. I've said that since the day he was cast. I have never Yeah, Jordan. Jordan's kind of held that... He's an honest man for it. I think my yeah. big thing with Tom Hall was I just really wanted him to put Spider-Man back in the universe. So just seeing him in the universe, I'm just fine with it. That was a big deal. I mean, come on. Like, so, like Sony is such a dick. Uh, just about Spider-Man. Like, oh my gosh. Like, they... Spider-Man's their gold jewel. You don't touch it. They don't care. They can do <sighs> nothing with it, but if they just have the rights, they will just defend it with their guns. Because it's just... It's literally printing money for them. Yeah. Dude, that is the other movie. What part did you cry at? I had two parts I cried at. Really? I only cried at one, but I... Talk about this is my number one in the in, in phase four. I saw this in theaters five times. I saw it a good few times, too. I think I saw I show, three. Dude, I, I don't smoke pot, but I, I understand my pothead friends wanting to get first-time people high for the first time. I took all my friends to this movie to see how they would see it for the first time. That's, 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 I took Mason to it. I took Corey to it. I probably took my girlfriend to it. The thing uh, is, I just don't rewatch movies. That's the thing for me. Like, I, dude, I couldn't get enough I think of Spider-Man No Way Home. What I think what No Way Home did fantastic was that Tom Holland as Spider-Man has had a very light-hearted like scenes while he's oh, been in yeah. the MCU, he had Endgame. I mean, obviously there was like Infinity War near the end where he had that had a sad moment, but he's always been a very lighthearted. But this showed like a whole or even side of it. Tom Holland's acting as a whole, like it was so dark, and I loved it. Goes back to Garfield, the darkest Spider-Man. But this, when you were asking what scenes made me cry, 
when Andrew Garfield saved Zendaya. Redeemed himself. Redeemed himself. Yeah. That was the emotional part for me, bro. I Three out of the five times I went, I cried at that moment. Then I, I had a moment part where I cried laughing is when Tom Holland asked Tobey Maguire, uh, does it only come out your wrists or does it yeah. come out anywhere else? <laughs> Dude, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That unmatched camaraderie, bro. That dude, these are conversations that we've been trying to write on the internet for years at this point. It, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> they literally did the point too. I have a picture of it. It's great. Um, and then, uh, what was the number one part that just like really made me? Honestly, like the Aunt May death was. They that was a really yeah that was heavy. That was really hard. And Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin deserves an entire hour on his own. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, we don't actually have to do that, but like, he. Willem's on sabbatical, honey. He was phenomenal. Yeah. Beyond phenomenal in this movie. It's just. The things he can do with acting, like, he can really put that emotion in there. And it, it, it completely changes the vibe. But he's one of those actors, though, that whenever I look at him in, like, any other movie, like, when I was watching Aquaman for the first time and I saw him in the film, I was like, <laughs> I, just, I just can't unsee him going, don't tell Harry, and then falling down and die. Like, I just can't see it. Yeah, I mean, especially us, our generation... Our first exposure to Willem Dafoe is Green Goblin. Every time I see him on screen, it will be... I mean, more so in my adulthood, it's like, oh, I, rec I recognize the actor now more so than Green Goblin. But it's like, yeah, when I saw Aquaman in theaters, yeah. Hey, it's Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah. um, but did you guys go into the film? Like, no, no spoilers? You did not see anything on the internet? Okay, so... Not gonna lie, okay? Spider-Man... One of my favorites growing up, like any kid, mm -hmm. I was getting really fucking annoyed with hearing about Spider-Man for probably a year prior to the actual release. I was getting really annoyed, especially being friends with Dustin, living with him for half of that, and yeah, just hearing about it. A part of me wanted to be like, you know, I hope that the previous two Spider-Man aren't in it, just so I could piss off a lot of people, because I'm just tired of hearing it now. Uh, Jordan and I, actually, we had a couple theories that, you know, they should put Miles Morales in it, and that would get, like, a huge pop. I want to say something. You still haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse, right? Yep. I love I've been trying to get him, too. I've been trying to get him, too. I have a theory that I really want to talk about with him. Um, he hasn't seen it yet, so I can't talk you, about you it. You need to see it. It's really good. Uh, I, I'd love to talk about it with you, but, like... He's here. I don't want to spoil anything more. It's, it's, it's such a significant... There are, there's just so many movies where I'm like, I need to go watch that, and then I never get around to it. But, uh, yeah, guys, that was uh, Ranking Phase 4. Yeah. I want to actually talk briefly real quick. Um, something about rewatchability. Uh, I know I mentioned earlier that I don't rewatch movies or really anything. Um, there's only one piece of media that I find myself keep I keep coming back to and keep rewatching, and it's Star Wars. Um, the episode from the final season of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, where Ahsoka is on the uh, the the shuttle or the the ship, and then Order sixty six happens. That's something I repeatedly keep going back to watch. You guys can keep keep talking, but what I'm gonna do now. I'm going to shout out our Instagram followers okay. from the week. I, that, was, that was all I wanted. And then I got to go pick up Mason because his dumbass was supposed to record yesterday. There's a cat in here. Interesting. Anyways, 
But uh, yeah, I gotta go pick up Mason and I gotta record uh, the episode for our sports pod right after this. You're welcome to stay if you want to talk about sports, but it's pretty late, yeah, soldier. Wonderful. I don't work on. I don't work or have school on Wednesdays. <laughs> Wonderful guys. I'll be sleeping in. But uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's shout out them Instagram followers. If you want a shout out, go follow at Too Many Words Podcast. Uh, just like our good friend Josh Carlberg over here, wonderful man. Uh, honestly, Josh, you are probably the podcast's biggest fan that isn't related to me. Really? Yeah, like you're like a genuine fan that isn't listening out of love or requirement. I put, I just throw, I always have, like, I think you guys on my podcast and the Misfits. I just throw you two. <laughs> We're on the same level the as the Misfits, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. But, uh, so we got two followers this past week, which means we're at the 50 follower milestone on Instagram. Uh, that only happened because right as I was getting out of class tonight, I was like, hey, Emily, can you follow the Too Many Words podcast? We need to get to 50, and I don't want to <laughs> say that we didn't reach 50 for the second week in a row. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, yeah, E underscore Waddle. I get this exact 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 so yeah e underscore waddle 27 uh the girl from my psych class super nice super sweet um followed because i asked her to about a couple hours ago um with that said eli iowa underscore car underscore guy iowa car guy followed the podcast uh jordan do you want to close this while i leave while you leave? Well, I guess I can't leave without Josh. That's kind of rude. Yeah, I'm also like, oh, I can get in your way. Huh? I can get in your way, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I can still close. You can um, close? I should, some... I, should I stop this recording right now? No. Because um, um, we, I, I need you to go over the anchor stats, actually. Okay, yeah, let's do that right now. Fuck it. Mason can wait. <laughs> yes, he can. Uh, we have... To- you're not going to like the anchor stats at all. That's fine. Just go on. Uh, we have nine plays per episode and an audience size of seven. Wow. Yeah. That took a drop. I love all seven of you guys that are still listening. But, uh, you know. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. No, it's great. It's great. 245 any, plays. Any listener is a, is a listener. All right. So it's fine. Um, I want to shout out. You guys can get a free t-shirt. All you gotta do is email uh, too many words podcast at gmail.com with a picture of you following us on Spotify, Instagram, and subscribe to us on YouTube. And you just gotta send us your email address, or yeah, obviously email address, shipping address, and shirt size. And then, yeah, you just get a free t shirt. It's pretty cool. You should do it. Um, and yeah, uh, is that everything? Uh, Jordan? What? Who or what do you wanna dedicate this episode mm-hmm. out to? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, Josh, we dedicate oh. each episode to someone or something every episode. It can be goofy, it could be serious, it could be whatever you Literally want. Literally anything. You can make it out to the uh, table. Yeah, you Jordan, can make it out to the fucking moon. No, Jordan, Jordan, what are you thinking, baby this girl? This episode goes out to um, a former family member, I think, is what I'll call him. I don't know. Mason? Um, no. Uh, Caleb. Uh, I'm not, not going to say any other last name or anything. Um, but yeah, we, we had a lot of really fun memories at first and then, uh, a divorce happened and, uh, it, 
it was pretty strenuous at that, and we weren't as good of friends. You know, I got former family members like that too. There's this guy named Jackson. Uh, he is the nephew of my uncle, but my uncle divorced my aunt, so he's no longer like a cousin. Okay. But uh, yeah, we all have people like that. That's that's complicated. Yeah, 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 yeah. My he, girlfriend was almost my cousin. So, he, he, anyways, uh, Jordan, <laughs> Josh, what do you want to dedicate this episode out to? I think I think I want to dedicate this episode out to Willem Dafoe. Okay. Honestly, yeah. Nice. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Thanks for changing our lives and antagonists. Fun fact: He has a massive penis. I did not know that. Wait, yeah, actually? No, like, actually, he has a massive penis, and it had to be CGI'd to make smaller in a movie. Yeah, he went, on a, he, he went on a date with Willem Dafoe. He no. learned a lot. No, I didn't, that's that not what happened, but, like... They had to CGI down uh, Namor's... Winner. Yes, I actually I learned about shorts, that, too. Though. Um, like definition of humbling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're brave enough to Google it, I definitely actually recommend Googling anything about Willem Dafoe's penis because, like, it's honestly, it's. I, I mean, there obviously isn't any pictures of it. Thank you for telling like, my Nana that, sir. I'm sorry. But for me, this episode goes out to James Gunn. James Gunn, thank you for the holiday special. I'm going to. Guardians 3. Good luck with DC. Guardians 3 could very well. I haven't even seen it, but the man, he cares a whole lot about this franchise. This could be one of the best superhero movies of the decade. I'm not even lying. But yeah, this episode goes out to James Gunn. Yes, good luck to DC. And with that said, if I put the holiday special in the ranks, it would probably be in the top five. Uh, But yeah. It is uh, part of phase four, so... So, uh, is that it, fellas? Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so we normally we close out with, uh, uh, Amen on three. You don't have to say that. We're not going to, you know, force you to. But, uh, all right, uh, three, two, one, Amen. Amen.